G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The door on him. That's Josh McGuire, in fact. Now for Fita, he's charging hard. Just strength from close range. David Fafita. Yeah, Dave Fafita scoring for the Titans against the Dragons yesterday. Sadly, it was only a small highlight because the Dragons went on to win that game with 12 men scoring 12 points in 12 minutes. It's a way we are going to bring in the Titans' high-performance senior advisor. He's also a Kangaroos coach and immortal. It's a very happy Monday to Mal Meninga. Mal, good morning to you. Or is it a happy Monday after yesterday's result? <laughs> after that introduction, no, it's not. It's not very, I'm not very happy at all. Good. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be. Oh, no. No, no. So, yeah, I mean, I'm... Yeah, it was disappointing again you know, yesterday, but um, you know, what do you do when you lose your centre early in the piece? Um, we've got had no hooker for any of the game, really, if you think about it, you know. So, But there's no excuses. Um, you know, we're, we're just got to start planning for next year, mate. That's that's the key, you know. So I'm on the goalie at the moment, and uh, we've got some really... Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said to you last week, you know, we're, I think behind the scenes, uh, things are in a good in a good headspace, and people are... Um, in the right positions to you know take this club forward, Mal. It seems like there's a few teams already planning for next year. Some may have already had the pre or post season trip booked. We saw some horrendous blowouts over yeah. over over the weekend. Four hundred and sixty six points were scored. Yeah. It's a, it's a record since we've had eight games in the NRL. Well, yeah, well, rugby league's an attitude thing, you know. I mean, it's it's a hard, physical, aggressive game. It's combative. And you got you got teams, you know, on the you know scoring plenty of points who are still try- jockey for positions uh, in the in the top in the top eight really. You know, we've still got some uh, some games to go the next couple of rounds, and then you've got teams obviously can't make it. So, um, but even the the Raiders on the weekend, yeah, yesterday, you know, struggled to to get over the, a Newcastle team at home. So I mean. He just can't can't pick it at the moment, but it it is an attitude thing, and I just feel that you know a lot of the teams have got hammered on the weekend, um, didn't come with the right attitude or, you know, if they started well and they got their confidence up, they might have made a, a fist of it, but uh, all the top teams, you know, they started well and, and scored p- points earlier that all of a sudden there was a few cues in the rack, rack I reckon, um, you know, over the weekend, definitely. Well, well Mel, where, where does... Where, where does personal pride come into it? I mean, th- these teams that, yeah. are, that are struggling and have put the cue in the rack for the year, surely they know, players know, that the, the spotlight's on them and, and whatever new coach is coming in or even the, the rebuild, whatever you want to call it for next year, surely they, they know they're in the, the firing line if they haven't performed. So wouldn't you want you to put your I best... I agree with that, Ben. You know, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't understand it. I can't understand why players can't be accountable. Um, they're paying, getting paid really good money. Um, obviously, you know, I think... It comes down to preparation through the week. You know, the coach can only do so much. And at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, how the player's attitude um, turns up on the day, you know. And um, I, I honestly, I don't understand why players um, can't put in on a week-to-week basis. And, you know, and I don't think it's a, a talent thing. You know, I, I firmly believe there's a lot of talented people, um, players running around our competition. It's just that, that mental toughness and aptitude that you need to play a physical game a week in week out and that's that's the real task um yeah that's the real 
conundrum for, for coaches on a week-to-week basis is to, to bring out that, that mental uh, capacity that allows you know, players to uh, play at their, at their peak or near their peak every week, and that's consistent, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, and I think it'll make for much better competition, obviously, if, if, if you could do that. But um, it's, it is a... It is that that situation where you just, you know, from week to week, you just don't understand why players can't... There's obviously got personal reasons or whatever the case may be might um, hamper their preparations through the week, but there's always there's always ways around it, isn't there? I think talk of a draft to try and even it out, I think that's a bit of an overreaction, but what's your take on it? I don't, I don't mind an in, in, uh, internal draft, you know, between, between clubs. I don't mind that. I don't mind that scenario. We've sort of got a, a mini one now where, you know, players can sort of go between clubs for opportunity. I think that's that's okay. I just think that there's got to be more accountability at certainly a club level and certainly within the game around um, the development programs that we undertake, you know. Mm. So we've got to really seriously look at, you know, the, with the states, I mean, what is the club footy like, um in regional, rural, city, city areas, urban areas, um, you know what sort of pro- programs we got in place. I think schools is a really important aspect of that as well. So we need to look at how we can implement more, you know, better school programs. Uh, cause that's where the majority of kids are, and then obviously I think coach education is really important because you know that's part of the fun. You know, we, there was a really good study not so long ago, a couple of years ago, where you know the reason why kids play sport is through fun and being with their mates. And knowing they're improving, they're the only three things. It's not about being competitive or winning or whatever the case may be. It's about fun, their mates, and you know they're getting better all the time. You know, so that's what kids want. So we've got to look at different ways and you know programs and systems um, and all those all levels of our game to ensure that the kids are getting the, the the best experience. And when they enjoy what they do, obviously they're going to keep playing it. And um, there's, then they, then your your base is strong, and then you know the the game grows at the top level as well. I'm having a little team sitting at the top of the ladder. The Panthers, even the Sharks up there in third spot. I mean, their nursery, their junior, their their development. I know they've got a big catchment area in the Shire and also Penrith, but their development is good. Down the bottom end of the ladder, I'm looking at teams who have been trying to buy their way. And and, and Mal, it brings me back to where we started and we played that try from David Fafita. The, The Titans have tried to buy in. David Fafita. I know you've got a big nursery down there with Palm Beach Corumban and and the schools that are that are feeding you. But David Fafita, what what do you say to him to turn him so, around? I think we had this we had this discussion last week, and and I'll I'll go I'll, I'll go till the cows come home on this this fact is that um, David Fafita is a is a game breaker. You know, he's twenty two years of age. Um, he can he can win you win your footy games. Um, he's not at the moment. When we bought though, Dave, when we well when we bought Dave, um, he, that was market value, you know. So, and you got to remember that Dave uh, was was in the um, in our systems down here, you know. So, we we took on the the fact that obviously it was really important that we started to nurture our own our development programs, and I think we've done a really good job in that. You know, I mean Dave. Dave gets picked on all the time. He's the sort of central figure because he's getting paid a lot of money. But at the end of the day, he's a 22-year-old kid, you know, still finding his way. We believe, we believe that Dave Fafita's years, his best years are in front of him. Um, we've just got to play a way that allows Dave to get into the game. And um, that comes through experienced halves. And that's why, and spine, that's why we've got 
uh, Kieran Foran coming and Sam Verrill's coming because you know they're smart players, they're experienced players, they come from winning organisations. So, which and we're only, we've only been three years into this. You know, you look at the Penrith. You, you mentioned Penrith. Mm. It took them seven, and it's eleven years since they started their program. Um, the Roosters. The Roosters and Storm, obviously, their development programs, they had to have really strong development programs because um, they haven't got a junior base. So, you know, they've been doing this for years and years and years and years. And it's one of the things that I think that the Titans haven't done really well over the years since its inception in 1988. You know, so it's, it's our development programs are really strong. The um, majority of kids in our, in our programs at the moment coming through see pathways. They're in our development programs. They see pathways to play first grade. So um, we all pick, everyone's picking on Dave, um, but, I, you know, I feel that that's unfair and we'll get, we'll set, we'll get to see the best of Dave Fafita down the track. And, um, you know, when you t- and I think I said, this, said to you last week about this, Statistically, and he's right up there with any back rower in the game, but David Fear doesn't break a line, doesn't score 60-metre tries every weekend he's had a poor game. And, you know, I'll, like I said, I'll stick up for him for as, as long as long as everyone was having an argument. But, um, yeah, it's it's not David Fear's fault. It's it's everyone's fault in the footy team, you know. So we've got to get him, find him a way to get him into the game. That is why we love Mal Meninga. He is part of the SENQ family. Now, Mal, let's talk top eight. I played a clip that you said to me as a, not a throwaway, but it was the last thing you said to me last week about how the Broncos and Parramatta could be a season-defining game. It's this Thursday for both teams. And I've sort of, Parramatta, like they're safe. But but no no one in the bottom part of the top eight is safe. No, they're not. No, not 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 after after last weekend's results. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so all four, all four, Rabbitohs, Bronx, Eels and, and the Roosters, I mean, even though they're playing really good footy at the moment, there's a chance still the Roosters won't make, won't make the top eight. If they've got Storm, the Roosters, an example, got Storm and Rabbitohs. Very, tough. you know, so it's tough. It's a tough draw. Um, the Rabbitohs have got Cowboys and Roosters. So these are all top four teams that they're playing against. The Broncos got Eels and Dragons. So, I mean, the Dragons game is going to be important. But well, this weekend, as Kevy said in the press conference, you know, how are you going to... How are you going to respond to what happened you know, last weekend? Well, the, the response is what they do this weekend. That's, that's the response. And they've got the Eels, who had a good win, um, coming, to, you know, coming to Suncorp, um, playing against the Bronx. So that's a really crucial game. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, might only, it might be decided in the last, the last round, you know, round 25. Then you've got the, the, the old Raiders, who weren't that good yesterday, but okay in the second half, but they've got Manly and Tigers to finish off. So you've got to finish on 30 points, in my, my opinion, mm. to have any chance. So, um, so all those teams, yeah, all those teams, I think the, the Bronx, the Bronx need to, you know, I think everyone needs to finish on 30 points and the Roosters a chance of, if they don't win any of those games um, against Storm or Rabbitohs, they may miss out. Well, let's bust it down. Parramatta in fifth are on 30 points, but they're four and against. They're only 64 in the positive. When I say only, yeah. it's when you have a look at the other teams that are coming, the Roosters and the Bunnies, their they're four and against is a lot healthier. It's almost doubled that 64. So Eels on 30, Roosters, Rabbits on 28, along with the Broncos. That rounds out the eight and the Raiders on 26. Now, you're right, that golden run, Manly and the Tigers, they could, the Raiders could put anything on those yeah. two teams who've put their cue in the rack. Well, Manly, since the since the rainbow jersey controversy, they haven't won a game. And we saw yeah. what the Tigers dished up. So I, I think the Raiders, 
are a massive threat. Yeah, they're a chance of playing on, getting on 30 points. So, so, but if the Rabbitohs, the Broncos, the Eels and the Roosters get on 30 points, um, that takes out the Raiders. Because, like you mentioned, the for and against. So the Raiders are in negative land at the moment. And if they keep on playing like this, they just, just win games against Manly and they just win games against the Tigers on 30 points, um, they'll miss out because on for and against. So um, if any of those, yeah, once you get to 30 points, yep. the Raiders are out. Roosters play the Storm away and South. Stouts play the Cowboys away, so up in Townsville, and the Roosters. The Eels play the Broncos and Storm, the Broncos, Eels and Dragons. So it's a very tough run for the Roosters and South. They're playing each other, and they're playing the Cowboys and Storm thrown, thrown in there. So the team's fighting it out for the for, yeah, for it's top, 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 top. Oh, It's still interesting, isn't it? It's oh, still massive, interesting. Massive. Yeah. Mel, yeah. a decision the that... Thing about it, sorry, Ben, and the good thing about it is that they're... They're sort of playing each other in the top eight, aren't they? Except the only one really, realistically, is the Broncos. They play the Dragons. But that's a way. That's a way at home last last round. So um, even that's a difficult game. So, I mean, the Broncos are not assured just yet either. Well, that's the thing. If you say teams that have nothing to play for, well, that was the Dragons yesterday against against the Titans. And they... They'd, well, they showed they had plenty to play for. They, they're the ones that have personal pride on the line, and they've got Ben Hunt, who surely you just give him the Daly M now, don't you? More or less, he was great again yesterday, wasn't he? You know, so I mean, yeah, it's what a great year, what a great turnaround for Ben Hunt. You know, honestly, um, you know, everyone sort of appreciates his skill. He always gets picked in rep sides, but much maligned, you know, for a number of years. Obviously, you know, stemming from the grand final, you know, so. It's fed, you know, to keep on doing what he's done. Um, couple the criticism, a bit like, a bit like Dave Fafita in a way. Keep on <laughs> copping the criticism because of the big money. And all of a sudden, he's blossomed. You know, all of a sudden, he's been given the captaincy by you know Anthony Griffin down there and and leadership role of the club, and he's excelled. He's had a fantastic year. Uh, he's the poster boy for turning around. Mal, before we let you go on this Monday morning, the decision, uh, a re-grand final. I, I, I know, we all know, it was just politically based and the NRL trying to get their way out of the New South Wales government to get more money for stadiums, and Queensland is used as a pawn. But the one thing we have learnt from it is that they're now looking at some sort of Super Bowl situation. Uh, basically, the grand final goes to the highest bidder. And you would hope the money that comes into the game then goes into the development and grassroots and into the schools and the programs you just spoke about a couple of minutes yeah. ago. Are you a fan Are you a fan of this? Well, I'm not a fan of it because I just feel that, like, the grand final in particular has to be played in a, a rugby league state. So I'm a, I'm a fan of the fact that, you know, it may even alternate between Queensland and New South Wales. Um, but then the other side of me says, well, we've got to keep on growing the game. You know, Origins used to grow, grow the game as... Uh, as you know, so we we mm. go to Perth or Melbourne or Adelaide, whatever the case may be, to to uh, generate more interest in our game. Um, but then, obviously, there's the dollars, isn't there? There's mm. the dollar. The and dollar you got, side you got of three games of Origin too, don't you? Exactly right. So yeah, you can at least you, you got a game in in Brisbane. You got a game in Sydney. You know, so that's solved. Um, the grand final is is the you know our our. You know, it's the rugby league grand final. It's where all the rugby league fans should have access to get to get to. You know, so uh, you start taking it outside of those two states. People have got to start factoring in the dollars just to get to those. You know, get to those. They miss out. They miss out because the the real fans are in New South Wales and the real fans are in in Queensland, aren't they? You know, so you know if the real 
the real Rabbitoh fans or the Penrith fans are in, in Sydney. Um, the real Broncos and, you know, the, the real Cowboys and Titans, are in, they're in Queensland. So, I mean, I think they, sh- they need to come into the equation about, you know, when you pick grand finals, you know, they've, they've got to, you know, it'd be great to watch their, their, their home team, their own team, you know, play in their own states in the grand final. That's, that's where I, I feel it should stay. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Let's alternate it between Suncorp and uh, one of the stadiums down or stadia down yeah. in Sydney. Yeah, why not? Mal, you're on the coast. Uh, I know you'll be visiting the Titans. Hands on there. We'll chat again next Monday. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate it, mate. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening. You can catch the show live on air on your app or online. It's 693 SCNQ every Monday morning from 9. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.